Hey, 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 all you Courageous Cause champions. It's here in Michigan. We are getting tons of snow. There's this snow emergency. We probably had, I don't know, three or four inches already, and it's going to snow for the next four or five hours. So people are just trying to dig out. I love working from home on days like today. Hey, this is Lainey Friedrich. Today is podcast episode 55. This is day 32 of the Change the World in 80 Days Challenge. Um, the quick update on Laney is going to Lansing about the national popular vote interstate compact <laughs> is that um, a couple of the um, representatives that I messaged on Facebook about um, if they were familiar with the bill and where their stand was on the bill. I heard back from them, so I've got them. Um, I have information on them. And, uh, and I, then a couple of people from one man from the Connecticut organiz grassroots organization who got their bill passed in their state uh, reached out and said, hey, happy to help. We got it passed in Connecticut. And then I just got a, a message from um, someone from the National Popular Vote, which is a big, big group. I think it's more of the lobbying group. Um, it, I think it, that's what Asa said. So he's reached out with me in Messenger to connect as well. So oh my gosh, that is the cavalry. Remember the energetic cavalry from a couple of episodes ago? Charge! They're here! Because I was just thinking last night, I was thinking, oh, I really, honestly, I do not want to have a leadership position in this grassroots organization. It really is not my intention unless I can truly, truly, truly be a delegating leader, which is what I'm going to practice. Um, because I really only want to spend like a half an hour a day on it and that's really I'm gonna to have to really tighten that in because even doing these you know doing these presentations that I've got scheduled in March right now um, is gonna take some time although I am going to record the League of Women Voters PowerPoint onto a um, um, just a recording like this and that way it can be dispersed throughout I mean, you all are looking at this screen, my bell curve screen. That's what we're going to talk about today. Today, we're going to talk about Let's Play on the Bell Curve pro Playground. But I just wanted to give you the Laney's Going to Lansing update. Um, just for, you know, the, the organization is starting to uh, take place. Things are starting to coagulate in the grassroots effort here in Michigan. So interesting and exciting. Okay, so today's topic is Let's Play on the Bell Curve Playground. This is to really an experiment for me. Uh, I think I had mentioned when I went through this, the Hell Yes, Hell No, that was um, day 28. Uh, I'd have to look back and see what episode it was. Um, but anyway, it was a couple of, uh, one, two, three, four episodes ago. Um, so go listen to that if you didn't, and you um, today, if you have a chance, look at the video because the video is just going to be my screen share of this bell curve chart with the, the bell curve up on the top half for those of you who are just listening. So it's got the bell curve at the top half. On the left-hand side um, is the hell yes camp. On the right-hand side is the hell no camp. And then on the bottom half, um, on the lower left quartile, I... Um, Oh, sorry, somebody's messaging me. Um, on the lower half of the quartile, sort of the 
um, bottom left quartile, I have an advocacy chart. And then kind of a mirror flip of it is on the lower quartile on the right-hand side where it goes, instead of going from, on the left it goes from 101, 203, and 401 from left to right. Um, and on the right-hand side it goes on the other um, chart it goes from 501, 401, 301, 201, 101. Anyway, <clears throat> kind of hard to visualize. Um, so much easier if you just look at the at the screenshot, um, refer back to it or whatever. Anyway, the point is, and you'll probably still be able to get the the, the message today, which is I'm going to do an experiment because I've been thinking about this a lot. And one of the things that this chart, this chart, this particular rendition of the chart, I'm calling it the bell curve. Um, chart is how to interact with people who are of the opposing viewpoint. And I talked about it last time to talk about like how sort of deeply entrenched the opposition viewpoint is in the other person. Like, and here's where the question why that I talked about before, the, the question why is so important. And keep asking why. Oh, why is that? Oh, oh really? Why else? Um, why else? And oh, wow, is there, is there more? And why, why, why? Just keep asking as many whys to figure out are these like, are their beliefs about their point of view, how deeply entrenched are they? Are they really 101 at their core kind of a thing? Or is it really the 501 for them, that's about as, as deep as it goes for them because they've heard some thing in the news or whatever and they believe that. Like, for example, when I was at this um, a friend's birthday party over the weekend and um, someone I was talking to was like, oh, yeah. I was saying that I had volunteered with um, Proposal 2, and he's like, yeah, the, the thing I didn't like about that um, that redistricting commission is that it's so expensive, it's going to be 50% of the Secretary of State's budget. And I said, no, it's actually not, it's only 10%. He's like, oh, really? I had seen something that said it was 50%. I'm like, yeah, I know they had a lot of lies out there. Um, so it's things like that. Like he wasn't deeply entrenched about like, oh, I love gerrymandering. I think it's great. It keeps the party in power in power and they get to, you know, manipulate the maps or whatever. Um, <clears throat> it was, it was really, his was based on this 501 um, false information that is out there in the public. So it's really, so it's trying to, Here's what, I, here's what I am going to experiment with myself, though, is kind of thinking about this space in between. Like I left space, um, the person who did this for me left some space, um, and it works out perfectly in between these two charts, like where they kind of sort of mirror um, each other. And I'm going to call that like a little fence, like a little, not the, not the Trump wall. <laughs> Don't think of it that way. More of like, um, like a little, um, like shrubbery, like the, <laughs> the shrubbery hedge that the Canadians were joking about building between the U.S. and Canada. This guy did a like a, a GoFundMe campaign or something to fund a hedge <laughs> in between <laughs> Canada and the U.S., which I thought was hilarious, and I love the idea. Anyway, <laughs> so think of it as just like a little hedge, or even just a chalk mark. I mean, let's let's make it a chalk mark so that it's not. This isn't about like you know, you stay on your side, I stay on my side. But it is about sort of staying, as, spending as much time as you can in your own playground. So for me, I stay over here on the fair, what I consider fairness and equality um, 
and I work my way through the levels. I stay at, you know, 101, do my self-care, 201, I connect with the like-minded people, 301, I, you know, grow by inviting people I know to calls to action and to share information with them, and 401, on certain things, I do take uh, a leadership role, like in this, in my advocacy business, for sure, and then I try to dial it down for things like the national popular vote interstate compact <clears throat> but the and then the 501 is just trying to keep myself educated with reliable sources on the in what is being um, what is being put out there in the public so that I'm not you know so that I'm not being one to uh, forward on misinformation which just mucks it up up the playground um, on my side and you know gives it you know adds fuel to the fire on the other side but anyway so my thought is just kind of stand on the chalk line or you know stand near the chalk line and look over and wave at the people in the other playground and say hey what's going on over there what are you all doing what are you all talking about what are you all reading what are you all thinking about you know why do you why do you um, support that or why are you opposed to this don't don't even you know don't think of jumping in there you know don't jump into that playground stay on your playground I'm gonna stay on my playground and make sure that I am having a lot more fun over here and just focus on the things that are fun and then um, beef up this public um, information because that way if there are people who are not deeply entrenched in their beliefs and they're just going by false um, data that's out there, you know, misrepresented information, and I can just keep um, putting as much and many facts as possible out into the public, you know, public information out here. Then, you know, they might cross over this chalk line and come over to our playground because it, it looks more fun, it sounds more educated, it looks more reasonable. It's about fairness and equality. And, you know they can decide for themselves if they want to come over from you know the the other side they can step over this chalk line but for me <clears throat> I'm gonna practice not getting into the fray here over on this side because I'm kind of in the I'm on the playground where things are um, you know control uh, where it's about controlling and special interests too much <clears throat> and I don't want to play there I really don't I want to have as much fun as I can and be effective and I think my effectiveness is in getting good information out here um, in to my network, um, the things that my 501 people are sharing because I'm not the subject matter expert on anything except my advocacy chart because I created it. So I am the global expert on it and that I can talk about to the public and share that with and share the opportunity guides um, that I've that I've created um, to the public so the, that's that's about the only thing that I can um, that I have the ability to create I mean and, and sort of an exception to that rule would be this this PowerPoint deck I'm going to do for that comes from the League of Women Voters who are definitely qualified um, you know they were definitely qualified to prepare that public PowerPoint and I'm gonna record it and disseminate that information as widely as I can um, and so that's I'm sort of just a conduit though I'm not the I'm not the creator of that information so it's like being a conduit as much as possible for good facts um, 
is helpful to do. And that's, that's what I did when I was working on the Voters Not Politicians campaign as well. Anytime I'd have some really good articles that would come up when I was on the like-minded people and connecting in the Facebook groups, I would share that with my network so that they could pass it along because it was really good um, you know, public information. And this this is kind of the same thing when I was canvassing, you know, I would direct people to the website because if they had, you know, de detailed questions, I want them to get the facts from talking through this. It's about, again, finding out who these reliable sources are, who you consider to be a reliable source, and directing people, directing the opposite, you know, people who are opposed to it or think, you know, or or are believing um, the false any false information, um, directing them to these <clears throat> what are considered credible sources. So that's that's my thought for today. Is really um, play in this for me. I am going to try and play in this playground on my side of the chalk line as much as possible um, because I'm happier there. I was I was fe feeling like I was getting too deep into some you know, battle here and I was focusing on what the other side was doing that I didn't like. And I would rather focus, um, because I'm a law of attraction advocate, I would rather focus on the things that I do like and stick with um, what's important. Because I felt like I was getting into this rhetoric of, you know, people were down here in their their beliefs of, um, like I was talking to a friend of mine about the border wall, and he was, and I was saying, yeah, I mean the, you know, the senators uh, who are from the borders, those border states, you know, they're saying that it's, you know, perfectly safe. And he said, oh, well, you can't trust any of these politicians. They all want everybody to think that they're, you know, they're safe. And you listen to the people, and the people who live there say it's not safe. And so his belief was deeply entrenched um, that politicians are not to be believed. And so that's a 101. I mean, that's a core belief of his, um, that nobody's believable. And he, you know, he's not willing to take any steps to um, get into the mix anyway. He'd much rather just go do fantasy football. And I'm not judging that. I'm just saying that he's, he's focused on his core um, needs for fun here. That's a 101 fun is fantasy football. And this belief, this um, in his head that he believes that all politicians lie. And so even no matter what side they're on, you just can't believe them. So for me to be taught, I mean, I just didn't even get into it with him because I'm like, well, there's nothing I can say about that. Because what I was, what I was citing was, uh, or referencing was, what I considered 501 information, which is from, you know, even some of the Republican senators who are, uh, have those border states run through their district. And they were saying, um, so it's kind of like, five, well, I guess they're in, you know, they were not in support of <clears throat> the wall. So they were 501. Um, but in his mind, they were still suspect. So if you can see, like, if you can imagine, those of you who can't see, but his 101 over here on the right side um, was so far away from the 501 on the um, people in favor of, you know, not funding a wall, um, that, you know, you'd have to cross over one, two, three, four, five, you know, he'd have to come over five places 
it, it's different if somebody said, oh, you know, I hadn't heard that, like I hadn't heard that information. And so they might be at a 501 on the other side and so they're right next to the 501 on, you know, sort of my side. Um, so they'd be really close. But that's, I hope that helps you see the difference. Like even if it's someone who, like, I, I you know, he is a friend of mine who I normally find aligned with my political values um, and um, positions on things, but he he has certain beliefs about sources of information that it, if I'm going to cite something, so this is just for me in the back of my mind to think, I will need to cite a, a resource that um, is not a politician if I want to have any chance of him being at all open-minded to hearing it because um, he'll just say, oh, you can't believe anybody. Now, though, there's lots of people that say, oh, you can't believe anybody. Okay, they're stuck in 101 and there's nothing I can say. So I don't even really have, there's nothing I can say to them other than walk away, really, because <laughs> laugh and walk away because what what do you say? I mean, there's nothing. I mean, they're so, they they just, they're stuck in that. and there's nothing you can do. So I'm really, you know, we're really trying to just ferret out like how, um, you know, what are these people's beliefs? The other thing that's helpful in asking about these whys is um, trying to f find out like for people who are generating the 501 public information, if I go back to them and say, hey, you know, ever you know, a lot of people I'm talking to, they all have the same misperception. We we really need to start addressing the reality of it instead, because um, you know these myths take on a life of their own sometimes, and and or you know the other side might have legitimate information that we need to um, address. So I, I'm sure I'm going to find that with this. Um, electoral college thing like I was at again at that party on Saturday and I was talking to this couple and I mentioned that I was um, you know um, for electoral college reform and he's like oh I would never support that and I didn't have a chance well part of it is it was a party and I so I didn't want to get into it with anybody or um, you know whatever um, I didn't get a chance to ask him his why however I had a great conversation with him and his wife and just lovely people very caring and seeming very interested in fairness and equality so um, I'm asked him if I could um, have him as a guest on this podcast and because he has um, I'm not going to tell you I'm not going to give it away but he's doing some amazing things um, with his volunteer work and so I want you all to know about that so before I do that or as part of my conversation to get schedule him on to the podcast I'm going to ask him more about his why because it could just be um, like a 501 misinformation um, that I can um, share some 501 information with and um, you know help him realize or or you know to share that information and he can make his own decision but I'd like it to, you know I'd like to provide facts if there are facts that maybe would give him a different perspective on it you know what I'm saying I, I know you I think you all do <laughs> so <clears throat> that's all I'm gonna keep doing is is like I said playing playing in my playground talking to the people in this other playground to figure out you know the other the, this is the other thing the beauty of this using this chart this way is this chalk line here 
is it it actually frees me up to you know yell over the chalk line and say hey what do you all do you know why are you all thinking that what are you all doing over there and be curious so it's really about that was actually going to be my um, title for today but it's going to be like a subtitle is what you know be curious not convi convincing you know d be be curious don't try to be convincing because um, at that party, for example, I wasn't trying to convince anybody of anything. Um, I wasn't trying to convince the one guy that he should, you know, love the redistricting commission idea. Um, I just wanted to let him know that, no, in fact, it's not 50% of the Secretary of State budget. It's only 10%, and it's only until the districts get drawn. I forgot to mention to him that part. Um, <clears throat> drawn and approved. Um, but it... It just it it took me off the hook from judging somebody's belief system because somebody might say, oh, I don't believe that, and it's like, oh, it, you know, tell me why. You know, I'm curious. I'm curious to know why. Like, how how wonderful is that if we could just have a world where we could say, I'm curious to know why. Like, I'm I'm just curious. I'm not. I'm not trying to convince you of anything. I'm just curious because, again, I might have to have some of those conversations with people about the electoral college is, you know, and I, that's how I'll frame it when I talk to this other man who I'm going to have on the podcast and just say, um, you know, I'm curious. I, you said, you know, that you um, like prefer the electoral college system. Um, I'm just curious um, about that. And, and you know, I'm just curious about why. And, and just you know, hear them out, whereas instead of saying like, oh, you know, you should be, you know, you should be for, you know, getting rid of the Electoral College, everybody should be against, you know, everybody should be against the Electoral College, like, how productive is that? That is not at all productive, and immediately the other person I'm talking to is going to get on the defensive, and they're not going to be open if the next thing out of my mouth is, oh, here's the fact about blah, blah, blah. Well, you already, like basically attacked them and said that they're wrong and that you're right and all of a sudden you're the professor and it, it sort of gets into this like ch adult ch like um, English teacher you hated and child um, you know memory that we all have <laughs> or some teacher that we all have in our past that we really didn't like um, so I hope that's helpful. Go play on the bell curve playground and um, yell out over the chalk line and say, hey, why are you doing what you're doing over there? And then, um, you know, they're not going to be having as much fun over there. So make it as, as fun as you can on your side. And then people will start coming over across the chalk line onto your side because everybody at their, at their core, um, I, I think most people, want to have more fun. So make it more fun on your side of the playground. That's it for today. I hope you enjoyed the show. Comment, like, and share. See you tomorrow. Talk to you tomorrow. Namaste.